Two-stroke and four-stroke dirt bikes have changed a lot in the past 20 years, and two-strokes are a lot more friendly to ride, but does that mean it's good if you are a beginner? This is episode number four in the beginner series, and if you're looking for a trail bike, there are three main kinds of dirt bikes, whether it's two-stroke or four-stroke. You got the motocross, enduro, and trail bike. Back in the 90s and 2000s, two-strokes were always known as the snappy, <laughs> racing bikes while four strokes were kind of a slow pokey heavy trail bikes for people that just wanted to sit there and uh, twist the throttle okay maybe that's an exaggeration but nowadays there's quite a few different types of bikes and if you're comparing a two-stroke versus four-stroke enduro bike the two-stroke is actually almost easier to ride these days because it's less likely to stall compared to a four-stroke so it lugs a lot better although it's still depending on how it's tuned is kind of pipey so the power picks up and then it falls off fairly quickly whereas a four-stroke it takes a little bit to build up to that mid-range power and once you get there it just keeps pulling and pulling and pulling for a wider RPM range. If you're racing, it can be easier to ride a four-stroke enduro bike faster than a two-stroke, but who cares about that? You're a beginner. What we need to focus on is what is the easiest to ride and learn on, and what is the easiest to maintain and cheapest. So a two-stroke, a lot of people like them just because of their simplicity. There's less moving parts. They're e a lot easier to rebuild because of that. Although you generally won't get quite as long uh, of a lifespan of the engine before needing a rebuild. For example, if you're casually trail riding a 252 stroke, you might get a couple hundred hours out of it. That'd be pretty good. Where a 254 stroke, you might get three to four hundred hours out of it. It really depends on how you ride and how you maintain it. But like I said in the previous episode, I don't recommend starting out on an enduro bike uh, if you're a beginner. So an enduro bike is essentially uh, an off-road version of a motocross race bike. So it has a little bit softer suspension and maybe a little different gearing. Uh, maybe the power is tuned a little bit uh, softer, but it still is a race bike that's meant to go fast and ride hard. Where if you're a beginner, it's going to be uh, less forgiving, the throttle's snappier, and the suspension is generally still too stiff for you, making it harsh uh, and exhausting to ride. So this means that you should skip the motocross bikes, skip the enduro bikes, and start out on a trail bike. Are there any two-stroke trail bikes available? Well, unfortunately, not really today. There used to be a few random air-cooled two-stroke trail bikes years ago, like the Yamaha RT100 or even the KDX200 years ago, but those are dinosaurs. So pretty much you get four-stroke air-cooled bikes to start out with. Even though they have more moving parts, they're a lot more simple than a liquid-cooled four-stroke race bike. Why? Because there's no radiators, there's no cooling system, and the engine is generally going to last a lot longer uh, with just oil changes, air filter changes, and oil filter changes. So if you tip over, you're not going to risk bending your radiator, putting a hole in it, leaking, 
and potentially ending your ride or getting stranded out in the middle of nowhere. That doesn't mean an air-cooled force choke can't fail, but there's just less parts to worry about when you're trail riding. And these trail bikes are a lot easier to start on because they have such smooth power and the low-end off-idle torque is very nice for learning how to ride and use the clutch as well as the gearing. So for example, if you're on an enduro bike, uh, you stick it in first gear, you got to rev it up quite a bit. Uh, if you don't have really good clutch control, oh, these box elder bugs. So, it sounds a little bit like that if you're a beginner, which, no problem. Don't, don't worry about it. Uh, clutch control is a little bit hard because you got to be super precise. They rev up quickly, but this also means they rev back down quickly. So, it's really easy to stall it, uh, especially with the taller gearing. So taller gearing means that you have to uh, get the bike moving while slipping the clutch uh, to at a higher miles per hour than a trail bike. So you start moving and you got to get going seven, eight miles an hour for a race bike uh, before you can fully let out the clutch so it doesn't stall. Where on a trail bike, you can slowly let out the clutch and then once you're going like four miles an hour, uh, you can pretty much let out the clutch on most uh, trail bikes and you're not going to stall the engine because of the gearing as well as the flywheel weight. Where trail bikes, they have a, uh, a heavier flywheel, so they rev up slower so it doesn't feel as fast, but they don't stall as easily because they rev back down slower. And this extra weight keeps the engine chugging, chugging. So think of it as a Mini Cooper compared to a truck. A Mini Cooper, it has less weight so it can accelerate quicker, uh, but it doesn't take as much to slow it back down because there's less weight, less force, momentum to keep it going, whereas a truck, it takes a lot more power uh, and time to build up that speed, but once you stop accelerating, it takes a lot longer to slow that momentum, that inertia down. And this is how the flywheel works for a trail bike versus an enduro bike. And it also gives you better traction because an enduro bike, since it revs up faster, if you don't have a really good tire and if the dirt isn't super tacky, it's really easy to spin the rear tire loose. Ram rams, you get all that sweet looking roost, you look back, yeah, look at me. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool, but not only are you not accelerating, but you're losing control, so your rear end starts when you come out of corners and it's just wasting gas, wasting tires, wasting your energy. Where on a trail bike, you give it gas, it's generally gonna give you really good traction. And if you wanna learn what the best beginner dirt bikes are for under $2,000, whether you're short, medium, or tall, check out my next video, subscribe, or check it out right here if it's already out. I'm Kelly Fager from Motocross Hideout. Please share this with your friends and family so you can get started safely and on a budget.